0: Welcome to Aussie Ambitions Podcast, where we meet with everyday Aussies that are pushing ahead with their goals and ambitions in life. Join your host, Scott Robert Springer, to explore the future of entrepreneurship, work-life balance, and reaching beyond your comfort zone. So stay tuned for some tips on living life the Aussie way.
1: All right, welcome back to the Aussie Ambitions Podcast. We have a guest for you today, which I think you're very much going to enjoy. Um, It's uh, an unusual situation where we spotted somebody driving around the Gold Coast in a car wrapped in Christmas paper. And uh, that stood out in my mind as somebody that's, Having a go, making a little, uh, making waves, and hopefully, I'm pretty sure making a lot of people smile. So, um, and we got in touch with him, and he's here today. His name is James Longstaff. How are you doing, James? I'm doing good. This is great. Super cool to have you drop in and um, spend some time with us today. So, as as I just shared, um, we noticed you, Mm. and we didn't see you personally. We saw your car, and it just uh, had an Instagram tag on the back. And we looked you up, and uh, we just wanted to hear what that is all about. And we, we'll make sure that everyone can get in touch to get a visual on that. But if you can imagine, it's a it's a BMW Z4.
0: Z4, yes, one of the first ones that came out. Uh, it's a 2003, and it was entirely wrapped in Christmas paper,
1: but like patchwork, so different styles, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was there was not a spare square of Space. It was wrapped and there was presents on the back. Mm-hmm. And even there was string lights. I didn't even notice the string lights until we actually got a ride in it. Mm. But um, anyways, high five. <laughs> Impressive. <laughs> Thank you so much. And um, obviously just want to hear, putting that effort in,
0: what is that all about? Um, well, I mean, I, I did it last year. I uh, kind of just really, well, more or less, did it as for fun. I uh, did see little glimpses of like people putting tinsel on their car or something like that and uh I just decided to go I guess pretty much like next level I'm gonna wrap my car and uh yeah I just did that I kind of did it for fun and went around the streets like I only did it for the week uh of Christmas last year um and it didn't really last too long Uh, there was a lot of rain about the time as well so I couldn't really go out and everything but um this year yeah I uh I decided there was a lot of people that were interested in it, uh, both on my uh, like on my social media followings and stuff like that, um, and people in the street. So I decided to do it again this year, uh, to make you know people smile and everything like that. It was it was a really cool getting all the uh, feedback. So yeah, cool. So it's
1: obviously time of year like December, heading into Christmas, pretty close now. Mm-hmm. Um, how long's it been on the road?
0: Uh, with the Christmas wrap, right? Yeah. Uh, it's uh, It was like I decided December first. I think uh, you know if you start, I guess, the start of November. I think there's some people that like to start the Christmas stuff at November. Uh, but I think it was more appropriate to do it on the day of December. So yeah, that's I just decided to do it then. And yeah, that's right. how long it's been out. Like so it. we've actually added a few things over time. Um, so yeah, first it was just the wrap, and then. Uh, about half a week later was the presence and then the lights went on. And then actually now we've got like a, a little uh, elf on the shelf sitting uh, just below the tail, uh, the exhaust. So um on the tail pit, tailpipe. So I think that's what it's called.
1: Yeah, yeah, mate. It's, it looked great. And uh, I noticed a lot of people paying attention to it when we saw it. And um, where do you go from here? Like obviously do you find people
0: are checking out the Instagram cause it's on the back? Uh, Yes, I do have a few people checking it out. Uh, A couple of people would like put the story, like make, yeah, uh, tag me into the story and stuff like that. Um, uh, Yeah, a couple of people follow me and stuff like that. Uh, Yeah, I've actually also been able to connect with an old friend that I lost connection with um, around my high school years and then they uh, came back and, and like, purely because they saw it in the street and they're like they went up to see it and then they realized it was me and then they added me and then we actually got connected and we went out for lunch and um, yeah all called out so it was kind of crazy um, yeah. but yeah
1: okay because my impression when I saw it was um, again we're really just looking keeping a keen eye about social media but in the real world in a sense of is there are there people making efforts to generate viral content or you know you see a lot of people uh, online and what they've done, but you don't often catch someone in the real world filming it or doing a session or, you know, we're in the studio now, so it's, you know, you're sitting down and it's behind closed doors. Nobody knows where we are. Yeah. But um, was that a purpose, purposeful, like, thing saying, I'm going to do this and I want to re- get it out there on social media? Is that important?
0: Yes, yes. I I think particularly this year, I definitely really wanted to try and really distribute it out the world a whole lot more that's why i did it a bit earlier than last year um because last year was just a bit of fun and then i didn't realize uh that i could actually use that as a bit of a way to kind of get my name out there um and with all the stuff that i want to do in the future and stuff like that just kind of go oh that's james long stuff just doing his thing again (laughs) you know um so uh yeah that's uh that's kind of what i yeah decided to do for that reason yeah that's cool i mean that's if you can
1: imagine the people that would be listening and following along, there's going to be a lot of people that aspire to, you know, generate and be, whether it's just fame or have lots of followers or just make a career out of the social media. And obviously it's, it's fun. It's fun to watch people and it's like, oh yeah, is that all there is to it? I can do that. But then I think there's a question of, um, uh, maybe there's more to it than that. And a lot of people try it and then burn out and they might do it once and then never again. So where, where are you sitting in the content creation game? Are you, do you consider yourself a content creator?
0: Um, in pretty much in some sense, I think, yeah, I would say that I'm a content creator. I'm pretty much on most platforms or all the major platforms out there. Um, and I'm creating content on all of those um, and stuff like that. Uh, so I, um, I, yeah, I decided that, I was gonna start making videos and stuff like that. And it was a little bit difficult to get in front of the camera at the first time, like hearing your voice, things like that. Um, and just also feeling kind of like, oh, like what if my family sees me on the internet like this and everything like that. It can be quite confronting. And so uh, I just, I guess what I started with was I actually, um, which some people don't do, but I decided to do for me, myself, I actually opened up a second account and decided to just be myself. And I think that's um that's a big thing that I would try and tell everybody is uh, try and not copy somebody because, you know, uh, obviously we can learn from people and uh, the success out of people on social media. But, um, you know, a, a lot of what they did and the reason why they got successful is uh, – because of uh, they were just themselves and they were just wanting to, they were having fun with it and everything like that. They were pretty pretty much out there. To obviously, there's struggles with it, but uh, they were they loved it in a sense where they're happy to push through all those different struggles with being a content creator. Yep. Mm. Um, yeah, I think there's some really interesting things about maybe what
1: tools you use. You talked about getting in front of the camera and and like the skills. Mm. Is there a, a go to spot for? I guess getting up to speed quickly so uh you wanted to let's just start where how long ago did you start creating content?
0: Uh it was um about a year and a half ago. About a year and a half ago. Yeah, I remember we were um we were actually me and my family were actually at Tangaluma and uh I decided to make this first video on my new social media platform and everything like that. Um and I yeah, I basically just said a bunch of stuff. Like it was a minute video for Instagram and it took me 30 minutes, 30, like so many tries walking up and down the beach. Um, and just kind of scared about like having a camera up in front of your face and people walking by, uh, walking down the beach as well, watching you and stuff like that. Um, I haven't gone as such as, comfortable with having a camera in front of my face and like going down surface paradise and just talking to a camera like that. I haven't got that much confidence yet, but um, still able to talk to a camera and um, uh, being able to speak well and stuff like that. So I, th- I think it's just how do people get out there? I just recommend just pretty much like to do it quickly is – to get out there and just start. Yes, you can try and get confident by getting some teacher to help you and things like that. But I think, um, you know, I think accountability is also very important. So even just telling your friends this is something I really want to do, and then having them support you is really powerful as well. Yeah, I think
1: that's going to be an interesting connection to some of the other guests that we're, we've got coming through, which is um, just around like priorities. So you've mm. you have lived your life up to this point, x number of years. Um, you would have had some experience, you'd done some schooling, um, and now it's like the real world and, um, like, are you in charge of your daily schedule? You decide what you do when you do it or?
0: Um, yeah, I am actually very, very fortunate as, uh, as being in a, uh, job industry where I do have a lot of flexible time. Um, and I'm able to move my hours that I work, um, pretty, yeah, pretty flexible like, yeah, pretty flexible wise. Um, so it's able for me to um, go to certain events if I need to, um, and take those certain times off. Like even coming here um, on a weekday, you know, I'm able to come here and and do this kinds of stuff. So um, that's that's uh that I'm very in a big fortunate position with that. But you know, you you've seen some people where they are able to just do the the simple things that they love during the day and just record it and film it, um, they show something a little bit unique and they're able to actually get a, a, a certain amount of success out of it because they're just showing really valuable and decent content that people enjoy watching. Um, whether if that just be sitting on your couch uh, late at night doing something random, whatever it is, um, you know, there's gonna be people out there that are gonna enjoy that unique side that you have to offer. Yeah, that's,
1: that's really cool to share that. I think obviously being in Australia, um, the rest of the world does something's the same and something's quite differently, and there's different platforms that are blowing up. And I mean, so what's your let's call it a social media stack? What's what are you loving? What are you, where do you put your time and effort?
0: I at the moment, I uh, I really enjoy uh, doing TikToks. I think uh, that that platform at the moment, uh, uh, in twenty twenty at least anyway, um, it's been a platform where. It's very easy and quick to make. I, I think we're, we're able to have access to uh, all the popular songs that we like and we're able to like uh, put that in without copyright issues or anything like that as well. So it's it's very very awesome having a platform like TikTok that really you can edit, like anybody can really edit a TikTok and produce that without needing a uh, editor or something like that or somebody that knows certain audios that isn't going to get copyrighted or something like that. It's just a really good platform for that. Really, I think if somebody's wanting to just start up, it's really good. Also, if that is a valuable piece of content, um, that'll be shown to people uh, on the for you page and stuff like that. So I think your overall reach uh, can be very, like, you got a lot of reach with that. Um, but obviously you need to create like a valuable, unique piece of content with that.
1: Yeah. Mm. So that's, that's great because it's a tool and it's it's kind of emerged here, um, I'd say fairly quickly. Like obviously the TikToks had its own journey and I think it's Chinese owned and there's mm. some controversy around that. Like, yeah. um, So we'll see what happens next. But was there, um, was it a shift where you're like, all right, I'm going to s- maybe slow down on the Instagram stuff and then just go more on TikTok? and just kind of go with it or was it just kind of whatever felt right?
0: I, um, I really do enjoy vlogging, um, just talking to a camera. I think it just instantly makes me a lot more happier. Um, the, the only issue with that is I just struggle with editing. I really, yeah. And so I think that's like I'm happy to just vlog 24-7, but with the whole editing thing, so that's where I find it a little bit difficult um and the thing is like what i found is like you can also do a little partial vlog on tiktok you can just kind of film a bit about your day you can jump it all onto the tiktok app and sometimes like sometimes they can actually set up automatically and they'll automatically find a song that actually matches everything it takes only like sometimes it takes a matter of seconds you don't need to do any editing they do it all for you and um and then you just kind of release that pretty quickly um so i uh I've done a few YouTube videos and stuff like that. Um, uh, Instagram, I do a lot of my stories. So if people want to know exactly what I'm doing during the day, um, you know, Instagram is that platform uh, that, you know, I've got my daily stuff that's going on at that time. So uh, TikTok's just a bit of like the the funny, weird kind of, um, yeah, just just a bit of like the joking side of things is what I do. The more serious stuff. Uh well not serious stuff but like the more yeah uh yeah actually yeah serious stuff is uh is more based on the YouTube and the Instagram platforms, okay. um and everything like that. That's good. That's that's good to kind of
1: give that uh, perspective on how you might use one or both or all of them or, mm. but obviously the limit uh, is the limiting factor your time. Like is that uh if you had
0: I'm trying to think what what is the immediate goal for for where you're at now. Um. My immediate goal for now is uh, just. Sorry, excuse me. Um, for just to find, uh, find my way onto the TikTok, onto the platforms and everything like that. Um, I'm being able to produce that consistently. Um, I'm pretty consistent on TikTok and everything like that. I think it's like one every day I do. Um, but you know I'm not cons- consistent on other platforms and I really want to harness that in I think consistency is a really big uh it's a real uh, really valuable and I think it's really important um so I really want to work on that and just obviously work on uh creating friendships and being able to collab with people um that's that's also a really big thing that I would love to do as well um, yeah, I think that's very important.
1: That's cool. You mentioned we started off with the car and the B and the BMW and so on. Mm-hmm. So, is that your only car, or do you have more? Uh,
0: yeah, I do have well, do have other uh, like a, a few other cars. Um, so, because uh, you know, right, right, Actually, today it's been raining, so I haven't been able to drive the uh, the um, wrapping paper. Uh, yeah, the car that's being wrapped in wrapping paper. Um, yeah, there'll be a bit of a soggy mess. So. Um, and uh, so yeah, I've actually uh, taken my four-wheel drive Triton uh, today. Um, so, yeah, that's actually worked. Also, there's been a few big, decent-sized puddles I've had to go through. So it's good having a four-wheel drive that's going to be able to go through that. So we've had a little bit of flooding here as well. So um, that's pretty good. Um, but, yeah, we've uh, I've actually also got um, two AU Falcons that I'm actually uh, working on at the moment. Um, and so one's actually going to be a bit more uh, orientated to uh, the the goal of um, uh, drifting, uh, but then one that a lot of my TikToks my uh, my TikTok uh, followers like is the uh, burnout car. Ooh. So, yeah, we're,
1: um, we're, I feel like we're getting into it now. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. We sort of been teasing people on. Okay, this guy's a social media. He's he's do, working on things. Mm. Um, we'll obviously reveal the channels, and you can share all that stuff. But um, so, is there a central theme theme going on? Like, you're actually either just it's all in one.
0: I, I feel the personality
1: that you've got, but is there a theme mm. around cars? Uh,
0: so it's it's a theme around pretty much motor transport i think cars is like a, a really big like a, a, you know everybody's pretty much got one M- most people have one anyway um, and uh, i think it's you, 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 there's a lot you can do with them and stuff like that um, and everything so uh, and also that's just the skills i have at the to- uh, at, have at the moment um, and everything like that so yeah car, car related is is like a big thing at the moment Um, but definitely have a lot of passions into all motor transport, whether that be uh, trucks, boats, jet skis. Uh, Jet skis is actually something I'm wanting to get into pretty soon. Uh, So like a stand-up jet ski and everything. Um, So, yeah, that's pretty pretty, predominantly on cars at the moment. Uh, What might be interesting for people is that um,
1: obviously you're here in Australia. You born and raised here?
0: Uh, Yes, yeah, Uh, pretty much a purebred Gold Coaster. Uh, (laughs) we, uh, We did go around Australia for two years. Um, me and the family, which was, uh, very good. So, um, yeah, I think that was like in 08, 09, I was about nine, 10 years old when that was going around. So yeah, that was pretty good. Wow. Are you talking about like living in different cities? Uh, we, 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 uh, we did basically a figure of eight. So we climbed as rock and stuff like that. We did stay in Broome for a little bit, did go to school there. I uh, also went to school down in Denmark. Uh, it's a pretty small town. Probably not many people know about it. People think of it more as a country. There is a town called Denmark. Uh, it's just below Perth uh, on, um, on the Western Australia side of Australia. Um, and then we also have family up uh, north in Innisfail, just below Cairns. Yep. And so we were there for a couple months and uh, went to school there as well. So those were the main hotspots where we stayed for a bit. Um, there was also, um, just north of Perth as well. We stayed there for a, like a couple of weeks or something like that, a That's bit, bit, bit long there, but we were mainly on the road pretty much 24 seven. Okay.
1: I, I I hear the word nomad throwing around, throw it around a bit. Is mm. it, was it a bit nomadic? Like you, you, you just, was it very structured? Like you went from one place, spent a bit of time, did something and then, or was it just, okay, it's. We we are ready to move on now, and then you just your family went somewhere else.
0: Yeah, I uh, well originally what was planned when my parents came to me about it, uh, they said it was like uh, going to be like nine months, year at most, and uh, we went around and we just realized how much Australia has to offer, and um, just kind of like you know what, let's uh, let's actually stay at a few places. We can go to school, Dad can go to work, um, and uh, we're gonna extend this to two years so that's what happened so there's plenty of stuff like I didn't realize how much stuff Australia had to offer uh yes we got like you know there's rock and things like that but there's there's not just that here there's plenty of stuff so yeah and plenty of unique situations where you're just isolated and you're hand feeding a a yellow ring-tailed rock wallaby which is what I did um and they're pretty endangered and met one in the wild and hand feeding it, um, like lettuce and stuff like that, which was absolutely insane. So you just, those kinds of things, you know, you wouldn't get if you just rushed around for like six or nine months. So
1: yeah, that's, um, I'd say that definitely stands out. I've, you know, I've been here in Australia 10 years and I've met people, but not hearing stories like that where you're fully in the wild or just at least in touch with the country's, you know, natural Mm, landscape and all that. But, um, yeah. So obviously the theme of the podcast and the series is, is ambitions and it's we purposely don't go after things like career or, you know, things that are a little bit more what you normally think like, of. Yeah. Right. The norm, right. so to speak. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's a lot more about uh, um, where is everyone going? Like, is it is it happiness? Is that what people are after? Or is it um, maybe the work-life balance just to like um, just get that one step ahead or a little bit more comfort? You know, a lot of people are struggling and doing this and that, and a bit of a grind, right? That's the mm. classic yep. rat race and all of that. But um, that's quite interesting. Do you think that your parents was that a a purpose purposeful thing just to enjoy that moment with them? They obviously had a family, kids, and w- did you get a sense that that was the priority? Like they just wanted to give you that experience, or was it more for them?
0: I think it was it was it was like a all in one type thing. My dad had 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 gone around the world and stuff like that beforehand he's done his traveling i think it was just i think even for parents it's also another experience but i think a, a lot of it was uh to do it for for us as kids to experience that ourselves um and i know myself uh i'm a very rare person to have experienced that at least like when i was at school none of my peers uh had ever really gone at least to the other side to western australia so um, I was very grateful for my parents for be giving me that experience. That's for sure.
1: Wow. Um, uh, has that extended outside of Australia? Like, have you traveled anywhere else outside?
0: Um, yes, we have gone to, uh, New Zealand. Um, we also did like a bit of an American trip, uh, where we went over to Hawaii. Um, and, uh, I think it's Puerto Vallarta or something like that. Uh, Mexico. You could probably let me know that. Yeah. Scott. You nailed it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I think, uh, yeah, so there was that and also Los Angeles. So we actually went to visit around California. So I went to the Grand Canyon in Nevada, I think it is, um, uh, yeah, Las Vegas, all that kind of stuff. But we pretty much tripped around in a Dodge Durango, quick smart for the two weeks, pretty much just trying to see everything that we could. Um, so that was, uh, yeah, that was pretty good. Um, we actually got a free upgrade. We were trying to get in this, I think it was like this little Ford Focus or something like that with all our luggage for the six weeks that we were going around America. And um, I, the, basically the company just said, you're not fitting everything in that. And so they kind of pretty much gave us a really cheap upgrade to a Dodge Durango, which uh, apparently is a really good car. And I, I being in it, I was, we were all very pretty much comf- comfortable in that car. It was pretty good. It was a really good tour.
1: That's um, that's a good throwback. I'm not sure if they're still making them anymore, but I've definitely mm. driven a Dodge Durango in my day. Do they
0: have them here in Australia? Uh, no, I don't think we... Yeah, I think, yeah, some people may import them, um, but yeah, they're not uh, not for sale here. We do have basically the Dodge Ram, like I think it's like the 1500 and uh, 2500 um, now. That's, they're starting to actually... Uh, make them all one right hand drive and actually import them here um, and actually sell them. So, no real big importing type fiasco. We actually have dealerships here now, which is pretty good.
1: Yeah. Okay, that's cool. So, I um, basically,
0: you've and w- what age would you have been overseas? Um, like- so, overseas there, uh, well, New Zealand was when I was like very young, I was like in prep, so I was like six or something like that. Um, we recently did go over there um, when I was like a bit through high school. Um, and then, uh, did do the American trip, um, uh, just towards the end of my high school years as well. Okay. So, um, yeah, so I haven't really been on the road for, uh, for a little while ever since pretty much I left school. So, um, so yeah, it's been a couple of years now. I, think I left at 2016, it's now 2020, so. Fair enough.
1: Did you see anything, um, I guess in America, for example, that was, that jumped out as like immediately like, culture shock, you know, um, again, our listeners will be likely overseas looking to hear like the Australian perspective and, you know, what's life like there and who's this guy and so on. But you going over there, what, what's the reverse of that?
0: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, what I see and what my eyeballs are out there kind of scanning and looking for is a lot more like transportation regarded because that's what I love and that's my passion and stuff like that. Um, so I naturally thought I saw the, just the difference in cars, like, you know, very American-type cars, and sometimes you see this big lifted truck. You don't see that here because it's just it's illegal, simply illegal. All the crazy stuff that you can have on the road over there is kind of crazy. So, uh, yeah, so that, that was really cool. Um, uh, the food there, very different. Um, as much as we do import some stuff from America food-wise and everything like that, um, uh, also, like, uh, the roads are uh, incredibly like, I think, it's, I'm not sure if we're known for Australia to have very kind of bit rough roads here. Um, but, yeah, very, like, I know they're pretty wide and everything like that. Obviously in Los Angeles, I think there's a lot of times where, yeah, you just, you, you're driving around there's all these roads going everywhere and it's just that you don't see here pretty much. Um And, yeah, there's a lot of traffic there uh, and stuff like that. I think there's we've been in traffic a few times in Los Angeles, but yeah I think um yeah I think just a lot like it was just supporting a whole lot more people uh, there's not many people here in Australia, so the uh the mass amount of people there and what it does to the actual the world is kind of crazy, and just you you guys are just doing things just a whole lot more crazy and just next level, I feel like sometime in some respects, so
1: yeah yeah oh, all right and and you were here on the gold Coast for some years, and have you do you? S- do you spot people from overseas? Is easy to recognize when uh, someone's in tourist mode because, go- let's say, Gold Coast is a is a tourist attraction, right? People exactly. come off the plane and they're in. Which part of the city do you live in? Are you?
0: Yeah, so I'm um, I'm a bit uh, like west northish from the Gold Coast, like surface Paradise, where all the actual main city is of the Gold Coast. Um, now, when I I guess like I. Uh, I think I've been here for so long, I guess I'm just used to seeing those type of people and the main areas where I live around, they're pretty much all local people anyway. I think, um, and and maybe because of the year 2020, I actually haven't seen people come in from overseas for quite a while. So I think, you know, I, I probably can't tell, but when you go in the outback and you take them out somewhere that's not city life, um yeah you can definitely tell (laughs) so that's
1: that's probably the experience they're after to be honest yeah uh, i think that's where we're looking to pull back the curtain a bit and say okay let's let's get some people on that um you know it's a bit of the everyday life walks of life everybody doing different things and the outbacks you know uh, spectacular and all the other natural beauty great barrier reef um so yeah definitely check out all those (laughs) the the, the spots and tourism super important but um yeah, I was just curious to see the the, the balance because I feel like, like you said, people come through and it's sort of either you just get used to it because people are in holiday mode and you get these peak seasons where the population might—I'm guessing it seems to like almost double, you know, people on waiting in the theme parks or it depends where you're spending your time. I yeah,
0: guess. yeah, I, I think it yeah definitely does depend on where you're also spending your time. I guess like I'm um, let's places where I spend my time is pretty much very local. I don't really go into like shopping centers or anything like that. Um, but, uh, when I do like, say for instance, if I'm out surfing on the beach or whatever it is, um, you do get the occasional people that have like a strong accent, whether that be, uh, there's been a, a few people like from, uh, uh, from the English like, like Brit- Britain and stuff like that. Um, so that's, that's pretty cool, like and stuff like that. Um, and they're keen; they're the ones I think that have a lot of ambition to actually go and experience uh, um, Australia on the local side of things. So that's where that's where I start to um, see those kinds of people. They're the ones that want to see the out, that want to go out and do those things like surfing every day. You know, not just going to all the tourist attractions, which I don't normally hang out. So yeah. Mm.
1: I think the the content creation side of things is is super interesting because it's sort of uh, would would you say it defines you like that it's who you are and that it becomes about just revealing certain things publicly and then do you still keep some things private or is it just basically full-on once you do it you know you have to be able to you should adopt a full public persona and just be ready to share everything what do you think what do you think yeah
0: about that? I uh, I guess it's like I, uh, I get I get feedback from people, and I think there's there's an importance in not overvaluing people's uh, love for you and stuff like that, because I think if you overvalue that, when the haters come in, that can you can overvalue that then. So, um, I think overvaluing the comments and stuff like that can really make you go on a ro- emotional roller coaster. Um, but uh, in regards to content and the way I. Um, if it's like, yeah, I, I really think um, it's, yeah, I, I really enjoy the, the, the process and mainly when I finish it and I see the project up there and I'm like, this is really cool. My first vlog that I did was when I took my BMW Z4 around a racetrack and I still go back to that day and I'm able to relive that experience. Um, I think uh, times are changing now where we're not getting out the photo album anymore we're getting out the Instagram profile and we're scrolling down to relive our memories. Um, so I think uh, as much as photo albums are really cool and, you know, obviously there was a time where we have photo albums when social media isn't around. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think, um, yeah, I really do enjoy uh, the process of filming and seeing that end project up there and seeing how awesome that is. I don't know, I just, I just enjoy the process of it. And I think that's really important. I think a lot of people can get caught up in the track of chasing fame. I think uh, being famous is part of the job. Uh, you know, if you're chasing fame, it's, you know, some people, they're like, you know, fame isn't, you know, something like you try and reach. I think you just slowly step up more and more fame as you go. I think there's never a day where you decide I'm famous, If you know what I mean, I guess that's that's how I think. Um, So I think if people constantly try and chase for that, um, they're not being truly who they are. I think it's just just produce the content you want to create, be unique about it, chuck your own twist in there, your little herbs and spices on there, and uh, you know I think you'll do really well. Um, That is, if you want to, you know, produce content. That is, yeah, nice one. Yeah, I think that's kind of
1: where a lot of people are at. They they know of the success stories and they also know some of the the pitfalls, like the bad, the horror stories of, Oh my God, like I just, I don't even check the comments section anymore because, you know, and that's, you can follow people that have found a way to manage it. You Mm. know, the the celebrities or even the people that um, are more targets for things like, like that. I mean, would you say your content is going in a space that's controversial or going to provoke negative comments or anything like that? Do you have to, do you, are you doing things that are at risk or is, does it just come with the territory that there's going to be haters no matter what?
0: Yeah, I think there's there's certain things that are going to create more haters than others. Um, you know, there's certain platforms where people are just like, I think, you know, I think yeah, our biggest person that is really known now on the YouTube uh, platform is Mr. Beast. So I think we, we pretty much all know him and his success, what's happening. And so I think he has a lot more on the lover's side and everything like that um, just purely because he's, giving money away and I don't, there's not many people how uh, that would think to hate that. Um, But I think no matter sometimes what you do, um, there's always going to be haters on on about it, Uh, either that be because they're either jealous or whatever it is. Um, uh, But for somebody to go ahead and make like a hateful comment, I almost, I almost in some sense uh, think about the position they're in. Like I, I, I feel like for the type of person that, goes out there to make a hateful comment I feel like they aren't happy themselves and I kind of feel sorry that they're out there doing that um, uh, so uh, you know I yeah I just wish that you know people yeah just would not spread that kind of thing but it also does Center us to um, you know the people who are being successful in content creation, they're the ones that push through that. They're the ones that are that love it and they're they're really ambitious towards it, and they come out of that and they're really strong people. Um, all your content creators out there. Um, I mean, just recently, like we're talking about the Christmas car. I uh, like, w- I think when you saw it, um, you know, uh, that same day, I went back to the car, and uh, somebody had torn a piece off it they've just gone ahead and grabbed a piece and like some people said like was it by accident trolley come past or whatever um the the car can go up to 110 k's nothing ripping off and everything like that and it was a part on the car which was just clearly that someone's just gone and ripped it um and not not that he was specifically saying thinking that they hate uh the car um i think some people just do it for fun And so there's sometimes where sometimes these hateful comments, people are actually generally joking or they think it's just for fun. They're not generally hating. Um, So I think sometimes, you know, we will read a comment or something like that and then we get the wrong idea as well. So, but just purely by that fact of, uh, you know, I've gone out and tried to make some a few smiles in the world, trying to, you know, make a few kids happy and stuff like that, seeing a you know, a car with Christmas wrapping paper all over it and stuff like that going down the street or whatever. Um, And then somebody decides to go ahead and rip a piece off, um, which I was very lucky. I was being able to find uh, a bit of that wrapping paper in the bin um, and being able to stitch that back up, thankfully. But, uh, yeah, so that was, that was yeah, I think so. It's very, you can't really escape those kinds of people that are always going to, you know, be a bit controversial and kind of, yeah, make it hard for you. Yeah, right. Content creation wise, she's like.
1: I guess that's. It's almost like hard to believe that uh, you know because you, you, you do it and you think you're all in the positive world about oh this is gonna be great. Everyone's gonna be so pumped and like the friendly and the exactly. Um, and then it's like, really, is that uh, like? Are there people out there really in that space? And like you said, it might have just been uh, in the moment and there's gonna be a bit of a jerk about it. But yeah, um, just on the on the positive side of things. So like you've you've done it. Did, is there ways that you can use it? Um, in different ways, like I mean, I can imagine that that would be quite a a hot ticket item for someone to do, like a charity drive, or you know, something where just it becomes bigger than you and it's a community thing.
0: Yeah, I uh, I actually have had a few people, um, even uh, even my neighbour. Like I went uh, gone my old neighbour anyway. I went and saw my parents, and just driving back, I got a call from one of my neighbours that saw the car drive by. She's got a. Um, She's got, um, yeah, a son that, yeah, has uh, struggles with uh, certain things. Um, uh, Yeah, I don't really know what it is. But, yeah, uh, and, you know, uh, I really – and I've also been reached out to by a lot of those type of people that want me to take their kid out for for a drive and stuff like that and they just get on top of the world by that. So I definitely do see that there's something, uh, I guess – this year especially, I've seen a bit of a glimpse of actually doing quite a bit in regards to actually giving back to some people and doing more for happiness rather than just driving um, in the street and people looking at it. Um, so I think uh, it's a bit hard this year being coronavirus and you can't really just go and like meet people randomly and shake their hand. Um, but I think uh, in years to come, would definitely love to uh, push that to be a bit more of a, uh, a bigger thing. Yeah.
1: Very cool. So yeah, mm. you, you mentioned it earlier. It's sort of the second year you have done this. Mm. Do, do you reckon this is going to continue in a sense that, that you become the guy that has the Christmas car every year? Um, and you just, and you just celebrate that or is this still in progress?
0: Yeah. I, uh, I, I definitely do think that, uh, just, just by the smiles I get and stuff like that. I, I, I guess I just love to do that for people. And I think, uh, yeah, I'll, I think that would be something that I would like to be known for. Um, I think it's it's pretty cool. It does take a lot of effort. It did take me a day to wrap it and then a couple of hours for the lights, presents and things like that. Um, and uh, But, yeah, I definitely do see that as being something that I want to do. Um, uh, but, you know, also doing other things uh, with, you know, in regards to charity as well. So I'm also growing my hair for, um, until like I'm about 25, uh, and then kind of wanting to do a big kind of, uh, thing at that time, uh, big event and stuff like that, uh, and try and raise money for that certain time that I'm doing that event. And, uh, and then by the end of that, with all that money raised, uh, we'll, we'll give that over to breast cancer as I have had a few people in my family, um, go through, um go through breast cancer and stuff like that. So um yeah, it's 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 really important to me, I think.
1: That that's super powerful to, Um obviously you've you've got a feel for creating content and maybe the technical stuff and just getting it up and getting it up easily, the TikToks and a way, but, but then there's this revisit to what can you use it for and uh maybe like central to your I guess this what what feels good, right? I mean, and mm-hmm. what's maybe the right thing to do, and what feels good, and w- how can you contribute? Because obviously, um, you got to juggle your time, and um, everyone mm-hmm. I could imagine would want to to support you. And then not only that, but um, you still have to s- channel their their support. You know what I mean? So imagine mm-hmm. you got a hundred people lining up saying, "James, love your work. Um, we all want to work with you." <laughs> how do how do you uh, how would you manage that, do you reckon? Like, suppose you blow up... I mean, you, you've already mm. got a lot going on, but if it really gets out of control where you're like, mm. oh, my God, I can't believe we just got featured in this and that and the other thing. Mm. Um, everyone puts demands on your time. Oh. What would you deal... With? How do you deal with that?
0: I... I, in, in a sense, like, I... I'm almost, like, not prepared for it. Like, I... I... I really do just want to give my time as much to everybody as I can. Um, so I will obviously yeah, I'll, I really kind of don't know too much until I'm actually there and I like to manage it. I think it's just I, I like to just have certain rules in my life of just um, whether that be delegating the things I don't like to do, um, getting somebody else to do that uh, to a value, like give me more time to do the things I love. Um, and if I get put in that position, I think uh, I'll be really grateful for that for one, um, things like the editing side of things. So if I'm able to like, have that sense success and actually turn my editing over to somebody else um I think that would be just one of the really good things that I would love to do um but yeah if I, if I blew up I yeah I um yeah I, I almost feel like I'm just doing the things I love right now and I just I'm already al- I almost feel like I'm already successful in, in a sense really I, uh, I I I have been spoken to a few times about, um, oh, wow, you're so popular and stuff like that. And and then you get in the frame of mind where, you know, yes, I have, you know, uh, 50,000 followers on TikTok and stuff like that, but, you know, I sometimes you always constantly strive to get more. It's sometimes you can get in the mind frame of it's never enough, you know. I think it's really important to just be grateful for what you have at the time and just, you know, produce the things that you love doing at the end of the day.
1: Mm. That's very... Uh very cool and i think it'll be useful for for people to just put things into context and um i think people do have ambition about oh yeah let's do it and then um but the goal isn't so clear and then when you get when you get the goal you might feel some sense of is that it yeah. <laughs> you know i i is mm. there more or where's the paycheck or all this kind of stuff and i think it's cuz it's all those things haven't there's no school for that you, you really mm. have to absorb it from whatever's around you and yeah, hopefully that this podcast is some of that, just getting people to share those little things that are just out there that that you can learn from, and um, y- you know, in sense of what's next for you. It sounds like you're already reaching for the next level, not to stress yourself out or yeah. worry about it, but you're like, yeah, well, we could do this next, and then head in that direction. Is that yeah? Is that where you headed? Yeah,
0: exactly. I I well, I mean, it my my past does reflect uh, like a pretty um, closed off uh, type um, uh, type life. Um, so I, I, I now am kind of just ready to, you know, come out and just really do the things I love doing. Um, and just really concentrate on that. So I, uh, um, so I was Joe's winners and stuff like that. And I it really wasn't for me. Um, now other people that can be for me, for them. Um, um, but yeah, that really wasn't. And, uh, yeah, so I've just really kind of wanted to come out and just really do the things I love doing and everything. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that where that was going? (laughs) Yeah, for sure.
1: I I think it's just helpful to know, um, overall where, how do people navigate through things that either they've been sort of indoctrinated with, they've always been, it's like where you come from, where you live. Mm. Um, and then it's like, well, do I need to live with this or what can I change? There's lots of things. I mean, uh, I can just relate to something where, uh, I mean, I did make a choice to leave the country that I was born in. Mm. Um, there's a lot of things that go along with that. And mm. there's a bit of luck and a bit of timing and being able to do it. And where do you go? And, and do you go back? And uh, But in your case, yeah, you, you would have had, um, you know, I, I imagine there'd be sort of limiting beliefs and lots of things you do or you can't do or, you sh- or who you can associate with. So yeah. um, So you basically had to make the call, turn the page, and then and then just kind of form your life in a way that you're in control of. Is that right?
0: Yeah. And I I think it, it, I mean, I don't want to go too in depth because it could open a big can of worms, um, and stuff like that. But, um, it, uh, yeah, I think it's, um, you can, especially that I grew up with that, um, whole lifestyle. And, you know, I think a lot of people like their life almost starts after school sometimes like they are with their parents and they grew up in a certain lifestyle. And then that whole growth process, it's, you know I think sometimes we need to almost sometimes listen to ourselves in actually you know whatever our body's actually compelling us to go ahead and do I think we should um while we're at that young state go ahead and try those things and find out if that is actually something we really want to do and go ahead and try um I uh, yeah and I think that's very important and as well as um sometimes we can be taught certain things from our past and then that can come out and bite us as well um, So I think it's it's really important to be open-minded think out side the box as well and yeah just really do the do the things that you really are compelled to go ahead and do yeah
1: I mean to hear you say that at, at only 22
0: roughly <laughs> yeah yeah I'm 22. Yeah. I mean
1: it's it's cool and, I'm, and maybe that's um, a g- generational thing where um, that is a common mindset like if there's people that are of a certain life stage, we also like to say that, you know, people, if you're later on in life too, you know, it's just mm. just maybe have a fresh think about what's going on. You know, how are you spending your day and um, how much joy is there? And, you know, if we really try to avoid cliches or anything like that. But yeah. um, sometimes the struggle can help. I'm just putting that out there. Yeah. Do you feel?
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely do feel that, yeah, sometimes, yeah, the struggle does you Know, go. You know, I'm sick of this, I'm gonna really push through and really do this thing. Um, and yeah, I, I definitely do think, uh, any walks of life, um, whether if you're nine years old or if you're 80 years old, I think it's worth to still try it and do the things that your body is being compelled to do. Um, you know, I, uh, I think it's incredibly powerful for you know, and overall happiness wise as well. I think you, you're gonna be way more happier. You know, stepping outside your comfort zone, so to speak, Um, I think it can be quite daunting um, and stuff like that, Uh, especially if you've grown up your whole life, 60 years old, being in your comfort zone and stuff like that. And then like now kind of realizing I haven't done all these things my whole life and uh, I don't want to step out my side of my comfort zone and stuff like that. you know, uh, in in my line of work that I do, uh, get a few people, uh, a bit old of age and stuff like that, had a had a bit of like that. They were very uh, controlled lives and safe and everything like that. And now they're just doing what they want. Mm-hmm. Um, I think yeah, there's there's one guy that's like eighty years old. He's still windsurf. He's doing windsurfing, like just because he wanted to. And I just think that that's just so empowering cool. to 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 see. So I think it's it really. Uh, at, at any age, it, it matters to, to go after what makes you happy. Yeah, nice.
1: Well, I think there's definitely um, a, a great intro into content creation and just touching on some of the points around, you know, how do you get – I feel like you're definitely beyond, you know, the starting phase. You're sort of in the mm-hmm. in the I basically made it phase in a sense of all that effort getting to uh, – You got a measurable yeah, goal, the, right? The, the realization, yeah. And maybe just – yeah, so that's that. You've celebrated it yourself, which I think is an important
0: point. Yeah, I think I, it was, it was like, uh, I was like 19 and a half when I really got like a big realization. Um, and yeah, I just, uh, I, yeah, I was just like, you know what, this is actually, I'm not happy here. I was, I was working uh, as a tradesman. Um, and as much as I do, I love electrical cables and fiddling around with those certain things. Um, I just didn't see myself doing that for the rest of my life, and um, I just really, really wanted to, you know, do something different. And um, uh, my whole my whole family background—they're pretty much all tradesmen. Um, so that was the only thing I thought of. And so this kind of goes back into the whole thing of thinking outside the box, and um, thinking about something unique, something that you know, just o- o- like opening your horizons. Basically, not thinking very narrow-minded, um, and just. Kind of bit like yeah, not doing the norm, so to speak. I really felt like oh, there was a bit of a unique purpose for me um, to go ahead and try. And by all means, some people may not be for them. They may like to just work the normal job, come home, you know, and then that and go back to work the next day. That's all for them. That's okay. But um, for me, um, I'm a little bit different. So actually, that's a good
1: point. And I'm glad you mentioned that because um, yeah, I mean, it's easy for just to say okay, think about. Your happiness and and what are the the ambitions behind the scenes and like basically what are you working on? It might be building a hobby car, or it might mm-hmm. be um, jet skiing on the weekends, and like all that stuff is is good. And there there definitely can be contentment in not and work not being a priority. So I definitely want to make that clear mm-hmm. that I think it's as long as you've getting the vibe, like you've got um, some happiness that's all kind of working. Um, yeah, no need to upset the apple cart. Like sometimes a challenge mm-hmm. or a little bit of stress can make you experience life in a different way. I think those are the kind of things that we're testing the waters with to see, you know, what's a healthy amount of stress. Yeah, yeah, exactly Um,
0: right. I think, yeah, there's definitely a midway point. It's not going, uh, yeah, full hero and trying to do something so drastic that really actually, um, you know, sets you up for pretty much like failure for the rest of your life. Like if you go and do something, you know really drastic so to speak I can't really make up anything in my mind I maybe like uh, get a big massive loan for something that you can't afford to try and start that investing in real estate business or whatever it is and stuff like that because you saw somebody on TV do it um, so I think uh, you know start off something probably with a bit of low risk and just and just try stuff try stuff um, if you're not really feeling like where well, you like like you're feeling a bit incomplete and you actually don't know what you like, um just being safe about it and not going too drastic as you know i think there's some people out there that just tell you to do these kind of crazy things um and you know i do think there's a, a certain amount of safety we need as well mm, nice. involved in
1: that yeah no that's um that's been good. It's been really fresh, uh, fresh take on things. And if you can imagine, um, people may be curious about what it's like to be a content content creator in Australia. Um, yeah. Versus you know living in the TikTok TikTok mansion uh, somewhere.
0: Yeah, in, yeah. I in think the U.S. and the, I think in the TikTok world, um, hype house is uh, a really big thing. Hype house. And <laughs> so, I think they call it the hype house anyway. Uh, hype house. Oh, there's there's a few other TikTok ones that I think is a honey house or whatever. Um, but in Australia. Um, really, I think, cause, cause there's not really like a wide range of people here. Um, and in the, in the TikTok industry that I'm in, I'm predominantly around the whole car community. Now, uh, you know, a lot of that can involve a lot of people to more care about your car rather than the person who you are. So then therefore you don't really have a lot of people collaborating in the car community, which I'm really out there to almost try and change a bit as well. Uh, I would love to make steps uh, in the future to somehow bring people together. As much as there's car meets like that, um, uh, you know, there's a lot of car meets that happen. People kind of come together almost to see the cars, not really to see the people behind the car, you know. And I think... Um, that's a really big – that's something that – obviously, there's people like, people like myself that I go to there to see the people behind the wheel. I think that's a lot more important and I really want to try and change people's mindsets and all that um, or at least encourage that behavior and actually pull them out on it that, you know, let's actually think about the person behind the wheel more than the car that's been built. So um, sometimes like I'll b- create a great friendship from somebody in this Hyundai that likes their car so much but the the man in his um you know the man in his i don't know lamborghini or whatever it is um he's not a nice person yet i follow the guy in the hyundai on instagram not the lamborghini dude because you know i'm interested in him as a person so well that's super interesting
1: I think the pronunciation of he, uh, Hyundai oh. will be interesting for people. Um, is that Aussie, is that the Aussie way to say I it? I
0: think yeah, Hyundai. Yeah, I think that's how we say it. Hyundai. Right. I
1: think we've done pretty well to capture your Austra- Australian Hyundai? accent.
0: Is that how you do
1: it? Hyundai. Um, I'll have to, to get back. Your reputation's on the line we, with that we, one. Is we've <laughs> got. A, we, we do have some interest in automotive. We've got a Jeep, a Jeep build going on. So yeah. Jeep's easy to say. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. International. Yep. Cool. Um, no, su- super great to to see and we'll obviously be interested to see how things evolve you know like mm-hmm. one year from now um, even over the next couple of months as things start to to go we're always interested in f- fresh perspectives and I'm just gonna give me a little flavor of what life's like here mm. um, just just so people might get some inspiration from it so you know you lots awesome of different stuff. topics so uh, you've got you got automotive you got a bit of the freestyle just living life being uh, with yeah uh, I feel like it's just um there's, a, there's an element of being a good role model, which I don't know, I don't want to call it out for that, but it's being the good citizen and just kind of like doing awesome things.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, I I kind of... Uh, I think, yeah, you touched on a really big point out there. It's kind of rung a big bell in my head just then is, is actually being able to go out there and have fun without being an absolute, like, yeah, like uh, going illegal and doing something wrong or anything like that. Um, I think really... Like a lot of people my age could want to either do like uh, skids and drifts out and just terrorize the neighborhood and stuff like that, especially for one that likes cars. Um, And I I guess I want to prove to people that, you know what, you can go out there, you can have fun and enjoy a lot of elements of life uh, within the rules and regulations that we have in whatever country you have, um, predominantly Australia, obviously, that's what I'm, that's where I live. <laughs> so, um, and in Australia, we have quite strict rules here, um, on what we can do, especially car wise as well. Um, so yep. yeah, mm. That's, uh, and then in terms of who you follow and where you get in,
1: uh, inspiration from, I, I know a couple automotive people that are pretty big with covering car reviews and mm. like all sorts of stuff. Um, is there any, anything that you'd recommend or what do you
0: follow in terms of the big, I, um, what I what I really like is uh, uh, um, I mean I'll be I'll be honest I, I really am at the point now where I don't actually consume much content I think that is, a I'll just briefly say there I think when you're out there and being a content creator sometimes it can be really good for you to actually not look at, at much stuff. Um, obviously look at people and stuff like that because I feel like if you're looking at them too much you're going ahead and going to copy sometimes I think it's important to just resemble within yourself and actually create stuff that you want to create what I do like is um, the people like that don't do much terrorising of the neighbourhood, encouragement and stuff like that Um, Aussie blokes, uh, them Marty and Moog uh, the guys at Marty Car Mods Um, they're, they're awesome and stuff like that uh, I actually, I think uh, plenty of the people know Woody and Turbo Yoda as well. They're over at the Sunshine Coast. They're pretty close here uh, on the Gold Coast. I've actually met Woody. Um, he, he's a really good bloke um, and just these people come from all walks of life and they're really genuine people um, and I think, uh, you know, I, I really see myself as being that kind of person um, of just somebody that's not into doing really crazy type stuff um, but really being like a general good human being encouraging good behavior um, as well um, and you know I think yeah at, at least growing up you know there is still that conception of like young people where it's like well, a lot of my peers it's like oh yeah I don't I'm not going to go out and do skids oh that's boring James is boring you know doesn't do anything you know doesn't do anything fun and um you know I want to prove people wrong with that so
1: nice one. oh I, I, you, you put it out there that's the mission and uh, I think yeah I think we definitely want to we want to see see the evolution and just just I like the balance that you've got so I think it's a good mm-hmm. a good thing for people to hear um, and takes from and some inspiration from so super appreciate your time James um, alright. do you want to just right. let us know how we can find you
0: follow you um, yeah so yeah you can find me on uh, Instagram James underscore Longstaff double underscore uh, and also on TikTok uh, James James underscore longstaff no double underscores so um yeah just uh yeah that's, that's pretty much it that's <laughs> so sure. that, that that's the TikToks there but pretty much i'm pretty sure like i'm trying to make the name james longstaff out there enough where people can almost just search up james longstaff and then i should be one of the top people up there i think uh, even on google you can search up james longstaff uh, i think i come up there on the youtube links uh, and TikTok. Um, so that's pretty exciting already. I'm already on the first page of Google, which is pretty cool. Absolutely. Yeah, when no, you search my
1: name. I think that's a clever way to do it. So everybody listening on the audio, um, yep. go for the Google search and we'll get some links out there as mm. well to get going. So
0: really appreciate your time. Thanks for coming back. We'd love to have you back anytime. No worries. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time and uh, it's been a really great experience. Awesome. Um, yeah, it's been good. All Thank right, you. Guys. All right, cheers.
1: Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the Aussie Ambitions Podcast. We appreciate your support and welcome your input, so if there is a topic that you would like to see covered, please let us know via our website, aussieambitions.com, or any of our social media accounts, and please subscribe to receive all of our updates. We hope that you picked up some helpful tips helping you to get to where you want to go, and if you've got a story to tell and are able to come for a visit, definitely get in touch.